Hello and welcome. You're listening to Midweek in the Word Sunday Recap. My name's Jennifer Huber, and I'm the Communications Director at Faith Bible. Each week, I'm going to sit down and speak with Pastor Brad about the message we heard on Sunday and a forward look to what we have coming up next week. Through casual conversation, we will explore additional thoughts to the text, additional ways to prep for the coming Sunday, and not only that, we're going to grow in our love and understanding and knowledge of God's Word. Now, let's jump to the conversation. Hi, Pastor Brad. Welcome to the recap. It's good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So how was how was the Myers this weekend? What, what were you guys up to? Yeah, it was good. Uh, after setting a, a record for latest 90-degree day in October, as I understand it here yes. in Lincoln, uh, yesterday was actually also my wife's birthday. Uh, she turned 29 again. That's exciting. Uh, like, oh, 29 so again. Wonderful. I like that. It was wonderful. We had a, had a good time. Uh, she actually had two cakes. Uh, that she got to enjoy. Uh, so the, yeah, that was it. Was it was fun? Um, cake is always delicious. Now, were one of these cakes made by children in the Myers household, or uh, were these all bought and just beautiful? You know, normally we would try to make a cake. Yeah. Uh, the kids love being involved in making a cake. Uh, Sundays make it a little bit tricky. Yes. So so the one from us was bought, and then there was one from the the young adult group that we leave on lead on Sundays as well. Well, I'm sure as a mom and a wife, she appreciated. Any kind of cake that she was given. I, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> she's she is a huge fan of nothing bunt cakes, so that's oh, kind of the go-to. Yeah. Uh, the tricky part of it was uh, we ended up with a whole lot of extra cake, which is always Ooh. mixed feelings. So we'll have that in the office this week. Exactly. Perfect. If, if, if we get my wife's permission, we're all over it. <laughs> okay, you heard that, Jenna. We'd like some <laughs> leftover cake. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, it was a good weekend here at Faith. You know, on Saturday we had the fall cleanup, yeah. and it was really yeah. neat to see some of the Faith family come out and work together. We had fun and. So it was fun to get together with uh, some faith family this week. So that's what I got to do this weekend. Very good. But um, let's jump into it. Let's get back to um, the recap for the podcast. Yesterday was Sunday, mm-hmm. and you tackled 1 Corinthians 7 for us. I did. I started in on 1 Corinthians 7. Yeah. So would you just give us a quick recap? So those of us that were there and maybe somebody that missed, and if you did miss, I encourage you to go back on our website, and you can pull up the audio um, and just re-listen to Pastor Brad's sermon. And um, Brad, you did a great job. I'm sure this was a really challenging text and <laughs> that you were eager to preach, but I'll just let you know, I thought you did an exceptional job. So would you just recap a little bit for us yep. what you talked about? Well, well, thanks. It was obviously, you know, we kind of hinted at this last week on the podcast. It was an intimidating text to come into. You know, I told people we're going to talk about sexual intimacy in marriage. We're going to talk about celibacy and singleness, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about uh, separation in marriage. So yeah. definitely not light subjects, uh, but extremely relevant subjects for us uh, as well. Obviously, last week when we talked about this, we were kind of leading into it. Paul brings up the subject of sexual immorality and that mm-hmm. whole concept in chapter 6, and then, and then finishes with this idea of glorifying God in our body. Well, then he transitions into talking about the specifics of our marriage relationship. Yeah. So he talks about in marriage or not in marriage for those that are single, different situations. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Um, so our key takeaway for the week was glorifying God in our bodies means honoring him through selflessness in all situations of life. So that's selflessness in our sexual intimacy in our marriage, this idea that we have authority over each other's body and we have mm-hmm. a responsibility to care for each other, not yeah. to exercise our own needs and our own wants and our own selfishness, mm-hmm. but to use that authority for the good of the other person. Um, the idea of devoting our seasons of singleness um, when we are single for whatever mm-hmm. reason, whether we haven't been married or whether we were married in the past, uh, just taking advantage of that season. You know, Christ never being married, Paul never being married, mm-hmm. singleness isn't 
a second-class citizen yeah. in the Christian church, and that's an important thing to remember. And then lastly, we talked about uh, our redeeming presence in difficult marriages. What do we do if you have a believing spouse that wants to separate? What do you do if you have an unbelieving spouse that wants to separate? And in both situations, he lays out the clear guidelines for the goal is reconciliation or yeah. salvation of the unbelieving spouse. Like Again, it's selflessness in this situation. It's what is best for the, the other person, mm-hmm. uh, what is best mm-hmm. for... God's glory in this situation. Um, it's easy in all of these situations, whether it becomes, you know, talking about sexual intimacy in marriage, talking about our singleness, or talking yeah. about a difficult marriage, it's easy to pursue what makes us the most immediately happy or mm-hmm. what we think will make us the most immediately happy. And God has a better plan uh, for what our relationships look like and what we should do in the situations of life. Yeah, you touched on something that I had I had written down in my notes while I was listening yesterday is we're always wanting to get to that next thing. Yes. So if we are single, we're instead of using that time to focus on where God has us, you said, yeah. instead of trying to get to the next thing, and then you're married. Okay, well, what's the next thing? Is yes. that kids? Okay, yes. now you have children. It all comes back to being content in the moment and focusing on where God has us in a season. Yeah, and I, and I know we're going to get into this in just a moment, but the, the reality is this week's message in verses 17 through 24 is sandwiched right in between two long discussions. The first one is a discussion on marriage. The okay. last one at the end of chapter 7 is a discussion on singleness. Okay. And right in the middle is this idea mm-hmm. of being content in the situation that you found yourself. It was really hard to preach verse 16 last week without yeah. preaching 17, Yeah. only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him. Right. Because that's exactly where the text is going. Right. Yeah, no... Thank you for that recap. That was great. So I know that, and I see you studying hours and hours upon <laughs> each, each When I'm week, not hiding in my office, when yeah. You're not hiding. Mm-hmm. And I know that pastors spend hours putting together a sermon, but you are given 40, 45 minutes to preach that sermon. Yeah. If you were given five more minutes on Sunday, what what is an area of the text that you wish you would have had the time for, or maybe you were still wrestling with and hadn't taken that time to expound? Can you share with us, give us five more minutes if you could. Yeah, the thing I, that I really struggled with, there's a number of, you know, kind of tricky things in this text. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it would have been valuable to go more into that whole idea of children being holy because of a believing parent. Uh, it would have been good to go into a little bit more of the inerrancy thing. But I think probably the, the, the last thing that got cut that I would have liked to have spent more time on uh, was this concept of a biblical theology of what marriage is. Okay, um, yeah. Because it speaks so much, the text speaks so much to what we shouldn't do or how we shouldn't respond in our marriages. But some of what I wish I could have included was just the significance of marriage. Um, we need to recognize that marriage is significant, but not ultimate, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's incredibly significant from Genesis 2, the idea that God looks at Adam and says, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper that's suitable for him. And this idea that that has been bred into creation from the get-go, this yeah. image of man and woman serving together, glorifying God together in their bodies and mm-hmm. in, in everything else. Uh, that gets realized or explained more fully in Ephesians 5 when it when when Paul writing to, to the Ephesian church says, you know, I'm, I'm saying the husbands should love their wives, wives should respect their husbands, and this is a correlation to Christ and the church. Like I'm writing this to say this is a indicator of a greater reality. So marriage is really important, and we need to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. That's part of what Paul was talking about in chapter 7. But it's also not ultimate. It speaks to a greater reality. It is a metaphor for something bigger, something yes. greater. Yes. Um, and so we can look at that and say, like, in mm-hmm. the situation of 1 Corinthians 7, like, singleness is a value because yeah. marriage isn't the ultimate goal. Yeah. 
And salvation could be something we pursue because just the marriage isn't the ultimate goal. There's yeah. something greater that's going on. So one of the things you said in your sermon too, Pastor Brad, is that when Paul was writing this, some of the comments he made regarding the women in the passage or referring to women was a very significant statement in his day. Yeah. So today as believers, how is what he wrote then helpful for us now? How do yeah. we how do we pair the two? Yeah, I, I love that you notice that idea, right? As far as likewise, husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does, verse yeah. 4 of chapter 7. Right. In the same way that all of Scripture just clashes with culture, and it doesn't matter, it clashes with every culture throughout time in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we lament that our culture is in whatever shape it is. Well, the truth is there's no culture that Scripture right. doesn't clash with. Yes. Um, and so it clashed with that culture, with a yeah. very uh, hierarchical approach, very man-centered approach mm-hmm. where, where wives in that situation a lot of times didn't have legal rights, they couldn't own land. There was a number of implications. Right. and. Likely, they couldn't divorce their husbands. Yes. In this, they could leave, but they couldn't divorce them. You know, in the same way, I think this sort of a situation speaks into our marriages today in that it helps mm-hmm. us avoid kind of the tendency of our culture to two extremes. The one extreme is, is basically disregarding marriage and sexuality altogether. Be like, marriage doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It's a past institution. Who wants to be part of an institution? Sure. Or, you know, we, we separate marriage from sexuality and we make sexuality just about pleasure or just about yeah. whatever the case might be. Right. Um, and so essentially we disregard the significance that Paul is placing on marriage and our, mm-hmm. ten- our culture does have a tendency to do that. Mm-hmm. On the other side, you also have a tendency to idolize marriage and sexuality. Yeah. You make it the most to important thing in your life. You yeah. make it like marriage is the, the end game. Goal. Yeah, the it, it, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and th- this can be true in Christian circles, it can be true in outside of circles, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. or, or even the whole sexual identity conversation mm-hmm. is really a desire to see our sexuality as our ultimate representation of our personhood, if you will. Sure. You know, it's this idea that like, I am basically the culmination of my desires. And so if I'm not doing whatever I feel like at the moment, and specifically, typically we mean sexually, mm-hmm. if I'm not fulfilling mm-hmm. every desire, I'm somehow not actualized. Mm-hmm. I'm somehow not fully enjoying or exploring my mm-hmm. self-identity. Because that's what the world will tell us. Exactly. Yeah. Like Exactly. And so that yeah. message is coming in. And so I think a message like this that mm-hmm. tells us that like there are both of these extremes. Like yeah. to disregard this as not important is to, is to miss God's good gift. But to make it ultimate and to idolize it is to put it on the place of God in our hearts. And that's also a twisting of God's good gift. So moving, moving forward, as we kind of wrap up the review of Sunday... What are what are some companion texts or um, things that we can be doing in the next few days to prep for Sunday? And what you will what what part of the word you will bring for us Sunday? Yeah, I you know the the heart of the text is you know we hinted at it earlier, right? Verse seventeen that just kicks it off. It transitions from the from last week's message into this week's message. Paul says, "Only let each person lead the life that God that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him." This is my rule in all the churches. Mm-hmm. This idea of of faithfulness where God has placed you is really is really the heartbeat of this text. It's like, you know, some of you desire to be married and you're not. Some of you yeah. wish you weren't married and you are. Right. But the, the key is to be faithful to God in the situation, in the season that he has called you to. It's faithfulness and contentment 
right where God has assigned you your role. Uh, to, to what you spoke to right off the bat, you know, in, in the podcast, yeah. it's, it's this idea that wherever I am, I want to be somewhere else. Right. That's. I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of it's kind of the right feeling because we're living as strangers and aliens, as First Peter would put it. In this world, mm-hmm. we don't fundamentally belong here. We right. should long for heaven. We should long for Christ to return. But we shouldn't long for the next season of this life. That's not really what we're living for, or it shouldn't be what we're living for. That's a great encouragement to, to flip that, that it's not wrong to feel like you want the next thing, because as you mentioned out of First Peter, but it's what is the worldly thing that we're longing for versus the eternal. Yeah, yeah and, this, and this text really speaks to that, that paradox of like, how can you be okay in a situation of life that isn't ultimate, longing for heaven mm-hmm. ultimately, but that, that eternal perspective gives you a peace, it gives you a contentment, it gives you a settledness about what God has given you today. Well, I look forward to sitting down with you again, Pastor Brad, next week as we sit down and discuss what you just teased for us, essentially, that we are going to dive deeper into finding contentment and finding um, faithfulness to the God wherever we are. Amen. Amen. I'll be looking forward to the conversation. Okay, well, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Midweek in the Word Sunday Recap. This is a production of Faith Bible Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. We'll be back next week with a new recap and a forward look to our Sunday sermon. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We leave you with this encouragement out of 1 Corinthians 1.9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We'll see you next week as we sit down with Pastor Brad for another episode of Midweek in the Word Sunday Recaps.